0: to
1: Your certa Paranormal Podcast. Hey, how's it going out there? And welcome to the More certa Paranormal Podcast. That is us, right? That is us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> okay, Jesus. fine. All right. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, famous curses and mm-hmm. maybe some not-so-famous ones. Yeah. Obscure. Yeah. So, um... Let's start in with the definition of a curse. Let's—that's people yeah. probably
0: know. You gotta know. But. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. We'll it's basically, according to the dictionary, a solemn utterance intended to invoke supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone or something. Okay. Okay. So, pretty much... what well, you think if of If it? you've ever seen a movie, you know what a curse
1: yeah. is. Yeah. Um, now, what is your take on a curse? Is it—is it a thing, or is it... I don't believe in curses
0: myself personally
1: well i i mean there's to me there's two ways of looking at it it's either a real thing or uh you know there's actually some supernatural element to it or uh the person given the curse is that convincing that the person (laughs) thinks they're cursed
0: well that's it i think it's more of a faith-based thing you know uh, a person lets their mind wander and they draw these compat these patterns and uh, basically link it up to being a curse, and they let it affect their life in that way. That, he, yeah, that, I think I that's... mean, there's some instances where it's a deadly curse, if you will, which I think a lot of which can be explained by science, but we'll kind of get into that.
1: Right, and, and a lot of it is so far... There's a lot of, lot of elements of most of these curses that we're going to talk about that are so... I mean, they're really reaching to... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. they're really... I mean, there's there's only one that I can think of that we are going to talk about, and we'll get to that after. I think we should start... Oh, you want to start with that one right away? Um, and that's the the 27 Club curse. Yeah. And, and that's that's the only one that... I mean, there's evidence, 27, that's it. Now, uh, this 27 Club started... I mean, the first identified... Ma- oh, well, hold on. Let me go first. The 27 Club is basically a, uh, a curse that... Uh, plays artist, people like, and they're not not necessarily just musicians. Most of them are, but okay, not. Yeah,
0: because I thought they were
1: all musicians. They're they're really like you know people, um, actors and such. A- actors too. too. Yeah. Now, um, it, it, the the first uh, member of the club is how they refer to it member. is in nineteen, I mean eighteen ninety nine. Oh, I didn't realize it went back that far. Yeah. Uh, now there are you know some of the more, I mean, a lot of these people are. Probably not as well-known, but uh, Brian Jones uh, was the founder of the Rolling Stones. Okay. Okay. Jimi Hendrix. Yep. Janis Joplin. Jim yep. Morrison are probably the the four mo- most famous ones. But then you have Kurt Cobain. Yep. Uh, Kristen Paft, Paft. Paft? How do you say that? Paft. Pathed? Yeah, she passed Yeah, I think oh, so. She okay. she was the guitar or the bass player. A whole. Oh, Okay. So related to Kurt Cobain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Amy Winehouse is kind yeah. of a more modern one. Yeah. Um. It's funny. Most of these are drugs related. Though. Well, that that's the thing, and that that's kind of what they chalk it up to is that the people that, you know, live that quote unquote rock and roll lifestyle and just when live you're that hard, hun-
0: take more chances, and sometimes right. these chances are fatal.
1: Now, now statistically. The mean average for a, uh, a celebrity musician to die is, like, 56. Okay. So, the, the in 32 was, like, the next common. Yeah. So, the 27, I don't know why that number sticks with people. Right. Or, or, or like, you know, I, I just, I don't, I, I guess it's the people. Yeah. Like, Jim Morrison. I mean, you really couldn't get any bigger than Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. Right, you know, they they were probably the most famous people at the time. Right, and they've only got bigger. Right, in the year yeah. exactly, you know, death kind of immortalized them. De- yeah. <laughs> Definitely, it seems to work yeah. that way. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take too much into that. I just think it was this coincidence, uh, and, and mostly because. Um, a lot of these people, and there are there are some like rappers and stuff, are more modern day, but I couldn't can't remember their names yeah. that, that that fit that. Now, the thing with that is it's so open ended that it's not always drug related. It could be suicide. It could just be a car accident.
0: Yeah,
1: it could be whatever. Yeah. So it's like they just happen to be twenty seven.
0: Well, that's probably the peak of their career and everything. I would imagine. You know, a lot of these people start out younger in their twenties, and, right? And, you know, party and party it up, party it up, and that's, that's getting that. Car crashes, of overdoses, it, yeah, you it, get the stress of the road, and people kill themselves,
1: right? It's, you know, it's so, but I mean, as far as the number goes, yeah, I don't really.
0: I wonder how that stocks uh, matches up to people that are not celebrities, because, like I said, you know, you take more chances when you're younger. I wonder if the suicide age or the drug overdose age or something is somewhere around that twenty-seven altogether. Anyway,
1: well, here's an interesting thing with the, with that age. Um, you know, you go through like stages in your life. So the stages between like twenty-six to like thirty-two yeah. are usually when people are planning the rest of their lives, right. and they they that's like their most depressed. Time of life, right? So they're going through a lot of like mental changes, right? And you know, what am I going to do? You know, I should be married, but I'm not. You know, that kind of thing, and it, you know, that tends to work on certain people more than others. But I just thought that was an interesting. It is, yeah, yeah. Little side note.
0: So I mean, that definitely chalks up to the suicide at that age. Um, uh, uh, what was the next? Oh, what did you got? I got, you know. The the curse of Tippecanoe,
1: right, uh, right. It's a curse yeah. also
0: known as the twenty year presidential curse. Uh, it's basically there's a pattern going back to the 1840 election that every president on a twenty a, a, 20- a, a year evenly divisible by twenty is said to die in office, and they had this with William Henry Harrison, Abraham Lincoln, James Garfield. William McKinley, uh, Warren Harden, Franklin Roosevelt, and John F. Kennedy. Uh, huh. But th- since 1963, there has been no president that has died in office. Ronald Reagan was shot, right. but he survived. Uh, George Bush survived uh, office even though he had um, an assassination attempt on him.
1: So it seems like uh, Reagan broke the curse.
0: And, uh, yeah, it seems like Reagan broke the curse.
1: So, uh, so Right
0: now we're actually on a year divisible by 20. by 20.
1: Now, I wonder how much that plays in a president's head. Like, like how much they, they dwell on things. I mean, obviously being that famous of a, of a profile opens you up to, to all kinds of... You're the world's most powerful man. Yeah, so yeah. so that opens you up to all kinds of, like, attacks for, right. from who knows what. There's a lot of nuts out there that... Uh, you know that, <laughs> but now you got Secret Service
0: and all. You know, Did,
1: have, have you ever saw the the, uh, the 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 assassination attempt on Reagan the the video? Yes. How oh, the, the Secret Service man—they just tackled him and freak. You know, after yeah, he was hit, and yeah. dodged bullets for that guy. So, yeah. well, now
0: <laughs> it, it's very rare that they go anywhere without their motorcade and uh, a bulletproof uh, limo. So.
1: Right, and and I mean, let's face it, Kennedy was supposed to be in that. Right. type of limo, but opted out of it because he wanted to, you know, for whatever reason, he, he to the yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. I get that, and, but when you're that powerful of a person and you got enemies on every, I mean, you, you're in political office, you piss off people and that's, you know, right. so, but I just thought that was kind of uh that is an interesting one. Right, I mean, certainly you've had other people
0: die in office, but they still, they chalk it up to the 20 year thing. Um Okay, but, yeah, so... But it's been a while, so I guess it's broken. Uh,
1: well, let's just assume. Uh, let's see, the, the next one I thought was kind of interesting was the Little Bastard Curse.
0: That one I don't know.
1: Okay, that was Jim uh, James Dean. Uh, he had a, a Porsche that he nicknamed the Little Bastard. Okay. That, that's what he called it. Now, he actually had um, uh, a lunch with... Uh, what the hell's a guy's name? Guinness was his last name. He played... The original star wars uh obi-wan oh, okay it? yeah his last name was guinness that's all, all right that's fine but uh you know he told me he goes you're gonna be dead in a week driving that car like that and, wow. and he died seven days wow. after now where the curse comes in is the person who salvaged the car sold parts to uh a race car two race car drivers that happened to be racing the same race one guy drove into a tree and the other one and he was killed instantly. The other guy wrecked his car and was really hurt in the in a race. In the in a race. The same, the race. same race. Oh, wow. So that's kind of a coincidence. Yeah. So then they used the car what was left of it, I guess, uh, to model, you know, safe driving, you know, use it for like that kind of a campaign. Yeah. And the building it was in burned down. Oh. Now, the car wasn't hurt, and then somehow it ended up in a school, and it fell off the lift and, and broke some kid's leg. Oh. And then they were trucking it away, and it fell off the trailer and killed somebody, Yeah. and now nobody knows where this car is. You know, and I heard a story that they sold the tires off it, and the person who... That had the tires Ended up totaling the car That could be folklore Well made me yeah, think of a, a friend of mine Hopefully he's listening to this And uh, uh, He was living in Flint, Michigan And he had a Buick mm-hmm. And he needed new tires So he answered it Out of the paper for tires Of a guy that had An identical Buick okay. He totaled it So he just had the tires So he buys the tires And uh, you know A very short time later He ends up totaling the car In the exact same spot In Michigan that ah. this guy, and I know this to be fact because I know the guy, and, I, and he wouldn't bullshit. Uh, dangerous spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe there is something with this. Don't, you know what? Don't buy. Or it's just
0: a dangerous spot. You're yeah, right. Or
1: <laughs> don't buy tires off a totaled car. <laughs> uh Let's see. Do uh what about?
0: Um, why don't we talk next about the uh, Hope Diamond? Oh, that's, the Hope that's Diamond. That's a
1: good one. The Hope Diamond. Yeah, that's that's neat. Have you ever seen the Hope Diamond? I have actually. You know, I, I, saw, I, I saw
0: it when it traveled.
1: Oh, okay, hmm. I saw it in Washington, and, and the cool thing, and the thing that the, the, the you know, at the very least, if there is no curse to this diamond, the diamond has such a, uh, a look about it that makes you wanna like have it, yeah, just to hold it. Yeah. It's like the ring in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so you yeah, like live in yeah. a cave, one ring. <laughs> now the story is it was the eye, one of the eyes of a Indian idol. That was stolen from where it was. And that's how the curse happened.
0: But is there any proof behind that? Or is that just drummed up to just be a story of the origin of the Hope Diamond?
1: Well, the Hope Diamond definitely came from India.
0: Yeah.
1: How it, you know, how it ended up where it did is the question. So it turned up in like the 1690s through a, a French stone merchant. So the story is he either stole it or someone that he associated with stole it. Mm -hmm. So from him, it went to Prince. I mean, uh, King Louis, of France. Yeah, I think it was Louis. Yeah. Why not Louis? And he had, you know, died a gangrene. His wife had it. She lost her head. Uh, she lost <laughs> it. Her was, her she got her head, head. cut yeah. off. Yeah. Uh so from she there didn't lose it. it yeah, was it, it was taken from okay. her It <laughs> her head, her head was taken. Yeah. Uh and then uh from there it went to uh to England where it basically everybody who's had it in personal uh collection, collection uh you know it just had very bad luck. Yeah. Like the actresses that had it you know, lost everything. Like one, the one of the actresses, like both her kids committed suicide and, um, she ended up, you know, surviving on a $15 a week government, you know, check in the, in the thirties or whatever. $15 in the thirties though. Yeah. that's
0: still not that bad.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. it's still not what she's used to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Still living better than some.
1: So it finally, I, I think Henry Winston owned it. Okay. And I, I believe he's the one that donated it to the, to the, to the Smithsonian. And I was supposed to break the curse or something? Well, that's the thing. So technically speaking, the American people own mm. the Hope Diamond. And there are people that contributed that to the assassination of Kennedy, to the uh, uh, Vietnam uh, War, and all the bad luck you know that seems to uh, happen. So is there something to it? I don't know. Oh, but
0: here we go again, with people grasping at straws to try to fulfill some sort of prophecy. you know, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened, but this is this goes back to the whole faith in the curse idea that people are gonna find anything they can to try to legitimize
1: the uh, the curse. Well, that's true. I mean, uh, at least as far as the Smithsonian and all the you know war and Kennedy and that kind of thing. but I mean, what about the people that owned it? that didn't know anything about the curse.
0: I still don't see y- you owning know something as being the cause for suicides. Or go- I mean,
1: uh, there there was one. There was one. Uh, one. I think she was an actress, but she like totally obsessed over this thing to the point that when oh, she it's beautiful
0: when it's, she had yeah. sold
1: it, she actually had a replica made that she wore. Yeah, well, and, that's not surprising, right? Though. I, I, I yeah. guess not because that that is. I mean, what is it? It's like forty. 45 yeah, carats or 46, it's pretty big. Oculent. It's completely it's, it's the biggest blue diamond yeah. that's ever been found. Right. So, well, that begs the, you know, uh, the question, what happened to the other eye of the statue? I'm right. assuming it wasn't a cyclops. Right. Right.
0: Well, maybe it is still in the statue or, or maybe, maybe it's you're... in private collection or somebody just hid it away. Right. You know, there's no way of knowing if it's in private collection unless the collector comes forth
1: right and most people that have stolen artifacts don't yeah usually that's something
0: it. you keep quiet <laughs> it probably is in private collection of someone probably in the u.s that has money because that, that tends to be where a lot of artifacts uh, from around the world that go missing end up is in private collection of some rich american right you know
1: so so yeah i mean i don't know Dubai yeah <laughs> Dubai. <laughs> why not that's like the what the wealthiest country yeah or something. yeah um yeah.
0: Now, there's a lot of um, talk of curses around Egypt. Okay. Okay? And so there's the curse of the pharaoh, uh, which is also known as the mummy's curse. And it alleges that, <laughs> that anyone who disturbs a mummy from ancient Egypt, especially a pharaoh, uh, it doesn't matter if they're a thief or an archaeologist, if, if they're raiding a tomb in any way, that they will receive bad luck, illness, or death.
1: Well, what about them trained guys that were shoveling them things as coal? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, Okay, too. those were common people, the, they don't have the yeah, curse? Those are common people, oh, okay. I
0: guess. Those are the middlemen. <laughs> but um, that's true. I never thought of that. Well, yeah, using it as fuel or medicine. Yeah. They, they had corpse medicine. They used ground-up mummy to cure basically everything. Right,
1: so there would be a lot of... Uh, people
0: eat little pieces and... Just, that's
1: fucking weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I, I would have never thought, huh, oh, I have a cold today. Well, here. Ground mummy. This, maybe yeah. that's what they should do Just with the do corona. A bump. That should have been the coronavirus. Yeah, so. here, we're going to bring back this.
0: Um, <laughs> the curse is real in a scientific sense, oh. of, as far as the uh, illness and death goes, but that's caused by bacteria in the tomb and radiation. Um,
1: well, I did hear uh, one. Uh, I don't remember which... Fa- it definitely wasn't wasn't King Tut, but it was a mummy that wasn't sealed right. Yeah. And so over the years, it got some moisture buildup, okay. which, which made this bacteria. So when they opened it and handled it, like the four people that were involved died pretty quick of this, like... Well you got something that's closed off pretty much
0: airtight usually. Right, but, but this this yeah. wasn't sealed right. Right, but even if it is sealed right, once you
1: crack that, well yeah, you're you can't like, everything. Well out. yeah, cuz I mean I would assume you'd have some well maybe you wouldn't have compressed gas because the mother's no, already compressed
0: gas, but I mean you have spread a bacteria become an airborne now.
1: I mean you basically have air that's been yeah. in there for the last and, whatever so Yeah,
0: and if you shave that morning or something Yeah, like and you got like cut some of these right. cases uh, now you have open pores and because isn't isn't that how sponging in the bacteria?
1: Well, when it comes to King Tut, isn't that how one of the one That's of the how guys of them died? died? He had
0: a cut and he got shaven. infected. Yeah, and he died like a week later or, or something, something, like, something that.
1: like that. And then, yeah. like you know, one guy got a mosquito bite.
0: Why don't you? Since we're talking about that, why don't you get a little into the King Tut?
1: Okay, so uh, uh, I don't know the exact numbers because I didn't go too deep into this because I thought it was too. Uh, too mainstream of a curse? <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the all the people that were direct contact, um, aside from one guy who was the the actual funder, yeah, and he was an English guy, and uh, they all died. But they didn't die right away. They died like in some cases years later, right. So it's like that's where I get the the whole grasping at straws thing, yeah. is that I mean. <sighs> Seven to ten years after is kind of a long time to be, you know. And what's, what's a shelf life on a curse? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Is I, don't, I, I don't know. But, I mean, like, well, like, well, that's the thing. And then what's too long right. to contribute to that curse? Right. So um I was actually reading when I was doing some research on curses that the ancient Egyptians really didn't have a curse. They, they weren't really really there was no like curses that go back
0: that's interesting
1: uh, most of that came from one of the head diggers who made up this story to keep the work guys from stealing stuff oh. and you know then a lot of it came from movies right and you know let's face it Hollywood influences the <laughs> the, the masses better than anyone absolutely. else absolutely um, so was there really anything I don't know uh, aside from the people that were had direct contact and died from infections I, I don't I, I don't yeah but I would you know I wouldn't consider
0: that a curse no no and this is why I have a hard time with curses in general you know well that's one of the many, many reasons I have a hard time I mean, with maybe, curses in general only,
1: mainly at that point it's a booby trap yeah so
0: yeah. well I mean there <clears throat>
1: were booby traps right and you know <laughs> Maybe it was done on purpose. Maybe. <laughs> uh, there was another neat uh, mummy curse, and that was um, uh, Utzi the Iceman. And they found him, I don't know, I was a kid, but I remember it was all over there. It was everywhere because the guy was dead for 5,000 years. Right. And it was the oldest, like, intact, non-Egyptian mummy. Mm-hmm. And um, basically this guy, 5,000 years ago, was uh, either he was murdered, which is what everyone kind of thinks now, and he was just happened to fall in a way that protected him from the glaciers, but he was like freeze dried. Okay. I mean, they even have the uh, the last couple of meals he had that were still in his stomach that they could tell no exactly kidding. what he was eating. No kidding. And he also had like seventy tattoos. Oh, wow. Yeah, hmm. so, so that was like... I, that's what I found the most interesting. And where, where was this out of? Uh, Italy. Italy, Italy. The Alps. okay. Um, now, basically all of the original people that found him died. Um, but the thing of that is, is they didn't all die like... They died relatively like... You know, they were mountaineers, so a couple of them like... Uh, avalanches, or they fell.
0: Were there any mysterious deaths?
1: Uh, the only one that was, like, I, I, you know, questionable was a uh, a doctor who was actually driving to a conference mm-hmm. from the Iceman that had contact, died on the way to the conference. So he got into a car wreck. Right. But that was, that was like, the only one that I could, like, even, like, be like, huh, that's kind of weird.
0: Well, even then, how many car wrecks are
1: there? Already? Oh, exactly. I, I mean... And then I mean, if you're a mountaineer, you know the da- the dangers there. Yeah. So you're kind of taking your life in your hands anyway. Right. So yeah. I mean, was there? A, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it was a neat, th- neat find. Uh, you know, and then that are, kind of thing. Are there that, any
0: curses around the peat mummies at all, or that you know? of? I'd never heard one. Yeah, because it seems like any remains that are found, there's always some sort of curse behind them. So,
1: well, part of that is like the taboo of. You know, fiddling, fiddling the dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that were the case, serial killers that are necrophiliacs would be, like, cursed to... <laughs> to yeah, no yeah to. the curse is going to prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, let's see. There was a couple other, other interesting ones. Uh, there's another one out of Italy that revolved around a silver vase. Okay. And uh, so this girl was given a silver vase by her fiancé. Mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, she died quite mysteriously now. The vase traveled from her to... Basically, it's kind of like a Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and eventually, I think in the 30s, um, the police actually buried this thing. To because, try to break the curse? Right. Really? And and they left a note in it that was like, just, if you find this, leave it, don't do it. Ah, but like so, Jumanji. Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... Uh, in the 70s it was re you know rediscovered and again the same stuff started happening like people that anyone who owned it you know either died or had extremely bad luck to a point that supposedly it was reburied and nobody knows where it is today
0: Hmm. interesting
1: yeah so that was kind of neat um Let's see. Another famous one uh, from England was the, uh, the Big Speakers, Bixby? Speak? Bigsby, I believe okay. that's what it was. Or Bixby. Bixby. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, this revolved around a criminal who was going to be hung. Mm-hmm. And his wish was to go to his favorite pub for one last drink, which they granted him. Okay. And he sat in his favorite chair. And before he left, he cursed the chair that anybody who sits in this chair... Will die horribly. Now, the weird part about this is that it does—it's ha- got like 70 deaths contributed to this chair. Is it still around there? It's in a museum, but it's hung on a wall, so nobody can sit in it. Oh, I would have thought that the bar would have kept it as like a tourist trap.
0: I mean, it's kind of a morose tourist trap, but you know.
1: It did. I, and actually, I believe the 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 bar was named after the guy, mm-hmm. so it's still—you could still see it yeah. now. The. You know, it had so many like you know strings of death around it, and one of them was a, a, a U.S. pilot in World War II mm-hmm. who was had a little too much to drink and thought it would be funny to to sit in the chair, even though he was warned not to. And supposedly, he died as soon as his plane took off. So, but but you're talking about an air pilot, you know, a pilot in World War II, right? But I just thought that was a, that was the yeah. um, it's that's, that's kind of funny, yeah, yeah. Um. so I don't know what do you think do you believe in curses probably not no. I, this really didn't really persuade me. no this way. didn't
0: persuade me to change my mind in any way I, I, I think it it kind of solidifies my idea of curses that people want to believe in something they believe it so hard and then there's folklore around it and then it just continues to develop from there yeah I, then, I don't
1: get why people wouldn't like why not believe that they can like overcome this curse or You know, take the Hope Diamond to a witch doctor or something. Well, that's the thing,
0: because historically speaking... I mean, you look at, like, in Romania, you have the the Queen of the White Witches and stuff who removes curses. Okay. uh, You know, that's basically what she does. She does tarot card readings, but she also (laughs) does curse removal and, you know... According to them, basically everyone's cursed anyway, though.
1: Right. But, you know, Um, the old world Speaking of the old world, I was going to say there was one more that I thought was worth mentioning, and I for, <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but anyway, Joseph, Joseph Stalin, when he was the ruler of, of the USSR, mm-hmm. um, now, there was a, a cursed emperor whose remains actually were cursed by, I'm assuming, him, yeah. and it was said that anybody who digs him up, and you know, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but anyway, Joseph Stalin had, had the... The, the the tomb ex- excavated. Okay. And that was like the same day that the Nazis started the, the Barbarossa campaign, which invaded Russia. Yeah. Now, for five years, they fought the Nazis. I think it was fought for maybe four. And then finally, Joseph Stalin was like, you know, put this damn thing back. And <laughs> the day he put it back, the Nazis retreated. <laughs> so, <laughs> so was there anything to the mummy here, or, or the curse of this of this tomb? Who the hell knows? But uh, I just thought that was a neat coincidence. It makes for a good story. Yeah, it does, yeah. And, and I think you know, for the most part, a lot of this is coincidence, or
0: yeah,
1: or, or maybe it's like someone's need to fulfill their own prophecy. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I would agree with that. Uh, but I, I mean, why? Why would you? Why would you want an item? That uh, had such a uh, a history. Why would I? Or, or why would anybody? Yeah. If they actually believed it, I, why, why I, would you
0: want it? I personally like collecting obscure items. Well, yeah, and being the owner of a one of a kind, and that's why I collect oddities myself.
1: Right, and, and you know, I, I know, I, I get that, yeah. but I mean, if you had, if you were a believer of curses, you oh, know, yeah. why, well, why why would you go buy? Right. Uh, you know, one of the most cursed objects in the world, if if you knew it. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, it could just be that maybe these people made lousy, you know, financial decisions by you know buying the damn diamond for a hundred grand. Right. In nineteen thirty, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after
0: they're having a conversation with their accountant. Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I uh, or or you know something like that, or or maybe just a, a string of bad luck. And they have to contribute it to that because that was like the new piece of their collection, and right. that's when the bad luck started. But, you know, I think bad luck is well, brought on by yourself. Yeah, so. and there's a lot
0: of people that believe in cursed objects. You know, I mean, there used to be a TV show on uh, where they would go into a house that was haunted and they would find an object that they believed. Contributed to the haunts and they Uh, would remove it. I wish you
1: could see how much my eyes are rolling right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually
0: in our neck of the woods too. Okay, we have occult museums around here, and I mean, we've mentioned before with the Warrens, they have an occult museum uh, that's full of objects that are believed to be cursed. And supposedly some of them, like, the, uh, like the, Annabelle. the Annabelle doll, everyone knows from the movies, is supposedly blessed, what, weekly or something? Something like that. It's yeah. got the holy
1: water. and Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because supposedly it still has contributed to death's...
0: While it's under lock and key?
1: Well, I guess one guy and his girlfriend where they're kind of mocking it. Yeah. And they died on their way home. Was that that or was it the Robert the doll? No, that was a though. That's another because one. I know that, that's... Robert
0: the doll, you're supposed to ask it to take its photo, right? Right, and if you don't, or then you, you get... curse, right? If you don't ask permission, right? And supposedly they say he doesn't show up in the photo. Oh well, I don't know so, how true that is, but I don't think it's true at all. In fact, I can tell you it's not you true know, when because it's... I know somebody who went and saw Robert the doll, didn't ask him permission, and they were uh, little when this happened. They're still alive, and they have a picture of him. So you know, when it comes to that, why not just?
1: You know, just ask the permission.
0: <laughs> no, I'd take a picture, you know, yeah. just just for proof. But, yeah. you know. And yeah. how are you going to discredit that then? You got a picture of a friggin' doll. And right. It's like, I didn't ask the doll permission. Right.
1: Usually yeah. you don't ask inanimate objects, but supposedly he's not inanimate, an so.
0: Yeah. But that, that might
1: be something for another show. Yeah, it's a or good one. In itself,
0: the Robert the Doll. Oh,
1: yeah. Why yeah. don't we just do, like, Cursed Dolls? Ooh. That'd be a good one. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those, so. Yeah um let's see um we're gonna do uh a, a really interesting show for uh next week um and it's kind of a, a i guess you'd say a personal uh yeah a, a personal uh, a topic for both of us and that's the uh, we're gonna do a show on the satanic panic yeah. uh but included in that we're gonna do like yeah, you know and give an
0: overall uh description of what modern day satanism actually is to, to what people think it is to what people think it is what hollywood perceives it um and contributing factors to the yeah the satanic panic
1: so that should be an interesting one yeah, and, and, yeah. i mean i mean we talk about it quite yeah. often and you know some of it is really goofy and, and like you know, some of the stuff that, that is contributed to that, uh, you know, as a, for like a little preview, I have no idea how the hell rational people.
0: Well, that's it. <laughs> You're saying rational. It. You're saying <laughs> rational, but people are uh, set in their ways and everyone has different opinions and different beliefs. <laughs> and that's great. But um, uh, mass sometimes. Mass hysteria. Yeah, mass hysteria. Way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I you shouldn't give away too much. Yeah,
1: but. yeah, we, we won't do the whole show now, so uh, we'll kind of put a nail on that. So we'll talk at you next week. The Satanic Panic. Have a good one.